Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello. Hello. We're at a place called Vertigo, and welcome <laughs> to the latest episode of the Real Flix Podcast. Mason here, as always, joined by Josh Noodleman. That's me. <laughs> and Code Red Redfield. What's up? How you doing, boys? What's up? How's life? You tell us. I don't I can't tell you how your lives are. What should I be mad about today? Uh, Guam? I do hate Guam. I don't know, pick some movie that's not historically accurate. But Yellow Rhapsody. Well, The Greatest Showman is a giant piece of shit. Almost as... Well, I, he, that's a giant piece of shit, whereas Bohemian Rhapsody is a finely polished turd shoved into the face of America. Because only a country this stupid could vote for Donald Trump for president and make Bohemian Rhapsody a $775 million movie. I'm just saying. You know, Best Picture nominee. God. Is, a, is it a nominee for an Oscar Best Picture? Yep. Oh, not deserved at all. No. no. I mean, probably not, but I don't care. That's a movie for stupids. Savage, dude. Honestly. Dumb boys. Pretty savage. Brian Singer is also not having a good week. Not that anyone else was having a bad week. But Brian Singer especially. Not a great week. Never liked that guy. Always had a funny feeling about him. I'm glad that those suspicions were proven pretty much true. Also, not having a good week is Michael Jackson. Or should I say the estate of Michael Jackson, since he is dead. <laughs> but his spirit lives on in many ways. Um, Sundance Film Festival, you guys been keeping an eye on it? Or just nope. seeing any tweets about it? No. Hmm. There's some interesting titles that are coming. One is One of which is a, um, like a Sing Streety in spirit kind of Bruce Springsteen movie about hmm. this guy from Pakistan the Middle East that's the all Middle you East. need to say <laughs> who like falls in love with Bruce Springsteen comes to America and stuff very fun very nice a Soderbergh movie about bat- the NBA about a basketball player and a sports agent and Adam Driver Kino which I'm so psyched for just because Adam Driver and See, I don't think there's a ladybird in the in this year's Sundance crop, but looks like there's some good stuff. No girl movies this year. Uh, I think there's some women-led films. Hmm. Name one. Late night. <coughs> Emma Thompson. Hello. Who? Emma Thompson. Uh, excuse me. Yes, I excuse you. don't know who that is. She played Trelawney in the Harry Potters. That doesn't mean shit to me. Yeah, man. you gotta you gotta think different than Harry Potter. I don't, I okay. honestly can't remember anything else. Oh, Harry Potter. She's Nana McPhee. God, wow, okay. really? Yeah, don't go with Harry Potter. Go with Nanny McPhee. Well, I well don't name a shitty supporting character from the worst Harry Potter movie. That's fair. Best. Two thirds majority say that Prisoner of Azkaban is the worst. So you've been overruled. To be fair, yeah. though, to be fair. They're all the worst. Oh my god! Because Harry Potter's baby trash. Cody, did I, I? Can you confirm something for me? Maybe. I read the other day that 
Tolkien didn't really care about the narrative of Lord of the Rings. He was he just wrote them because uh, he wanted to like make a language, and that that was his whole reason for doing them. Is that true? It sounds about canon, but the story turned out to be the best story ever. So fuck you. Hmm. I mean, let's hold judgment on that until Mamma Mia three comes out. <laughs> best trilogy it's, it's, of all it's time. Th- it's three movies about two midgets going to take a ring to a mountain. Whatever. Yeah, and one of the midgets <laughs> is played by. Um, a great actor. I like him. It's pretty good. It's the other guy who sucks. No, Harry, po- Harry Potter is just eight movies of some whiny little cuck who doesn't want to be the chosen one, but I'm the chosen one for eight fucking movies for some reason. And it's just so boring. You're boring. Mad because bad? Yeah, I'm mad because those movies are bad. You're right. Oh, wow. What a twist I don't think you've actually even seen all of them all the way through. Are you fucking joking, dude? Jesus. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's drop it down a couple degrees. It's getting hot in here. Roflix Home Studios. I have seen them all. Don't you ever... I do my research, dude. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't know how you see Those are all the same that. goddamn movie. How are they all the same? What do you mean? Tell <laughs> me how they're all the same. I'm so glad to be out back at Hogwarts. Oh, no. Something bad's happening at Hogwarts. Uh, it's Voldemort doing it. Fuck. That uh, isn't the case in several him. of them. Wasn't doing it in the third one though, or the second one. I mean, it's technically his Horcrux. So shut your mouth. What do you mean he's in it? As a f- as like a projection, as like don't, a hologram. Don't, are you still don't, don't, still don't causing problems? Shit. You know, the only person causing problems here is you, Cody. I get it. I get it that its whole white nationalist undertone upsets you for them, you know, criticizing it. But I think you just have to put that to the side. Listen, just because um, J.K. Rowling has to be a cuck doesn't mean everybody who watches the movies has to be a cuck, too. Fair. Fair. Fair point. Uh, Other than that, though. Have you seen those memes of how she keeps changing the Lord and Harry Potter, like, over Twitter? Yep. It'd be like me yeah. says nothing, and then J.K. Rowling. Did you know that Hermione was actually gay? I love it when people <laughs> explain the memes. No. I've been actually. I've been, I was giving you an example. Why are you so mean? I've been having fun with the Shaggy memes. Have you guys seen those? Oh yeah, Shaggy <laughs> memes are. They're like a blue star. They're really good right now. They're gonna be. <laughs> they're gonna die a quick death though. <laughs> Way to go. Way to, the astronomy trivia poll. Way to go, man. Blue star. A plus, Cody. You win. You win the episode. Jeez. No, um, no, they're funny. Matthew Lillard even is chiming in. <laughs> like, stop it, please. <laughs> I'm like, you're only making the meme stronger. Um, let's see. I'm surprised it took us so long to, to meme the Scooby-Doo movie from 2003 or whatever. But whatever. Um, to be fair, it's just not the it's not just the movie. It's fair. It's the, the oeuvre. It's pop culture oeuvre. It's a good word. Is uh, that a good movie? No. It isn't. What now? Wait, what did you say? The Scooby Doo movies, the old yeah. live action ones. Not They're right good, now. especially Monsters Unleashed, the sequel. Yeah. I remember them being bad, but I haven't saw it. I actually don't yeah. remember the second one. The first one is actually genuinely enjoyable. And is it? You guys want to hear an anecdote? Sure. I have a friend. You know Matthew Lillard? No. I I grew up with this kid. Um, 
I'm not going to use his name, but his name's Nick. Do I know him? No. Good guy. Good guy. Um, I, only, I went to his house a few times when I was a little kid, and he was like one of those... I don't even know if it's one of those, but he was he he loved Scooby Doo, like up until he was like in like ten or eleven, just it was his thing, like you two's mine. And I don't know if there's a correlation, but when he got married a couple years ago, he and his wife like took their last names and merged them into one name. Oh. So I, I'm just saying, watch out for Scooby Doo kids because they can they're the some, worst. They, they can pull some weird shit on you when they grow up. But shout out to Nick. I don't even know the, his real name now or his new name. But shout out to him, anyways. Um, that's it. There's stuff going on. Uh, do we want to? Do, we, do you guys want to react to the Oscar noms? We kind of mentioned those. I don't even know if that our tirades about Bohemian Rhapsody made the episode. But um, any thoughts on those? Do you want to like run through them to chat? Sure. Sure. Let me just um, apologize that I'm not going to stop playing this game. Don't apologize to me. I'm apologizing to whoever left that review. <laughs> it was Jake from Ohio. Shout out. Ah, fuck, dude. Uh, He's everywhere. He's like omnipresent. He is. <laughs> is he God? I mean, he's God, too, right behind Shaggy. <laughs> uh, Josh, you want to run through these, or shall I? I'll do it. Gets tired of hearing the sound of my own voice, believe it or not. Liar. I said, believe it or not. That's my that's my out. All right, go. Go ahead. Oh, well, do it! Relax. Okay, sorry. Um, <clears throat> I just haven't really looked at these that closely. And let's skip over all the, the bullshit ones. Okay, well, I'm running the show, so I will decide what's bullshit. That's fair. I gave him that power, Cody. We can't take it. Yeah, monster. Not skipping best editing like you fuckers always do. I, can, I like best editing. <laughs> I like best editing, too. You both made me skip it last time. Yeah, because we didn't dumb, care about probably. it. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll start up in the bottom. All right. Visual effects. Oh, yeah, the Kino category. Mm-hmm. You got Avengers, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, Solo. Those are None of those are very good. Uh, what are you talking about? Christopher Robin. I'll go Christopher Robin. That's like, because Christopher Robin's like my, Christopher Robin is like my second pick. Great. No one Those visuals are incredible. Yeah, I agree. I like uh, Christopher Robin for it, honestly. Yeah, but no. it'll go to Avengers, and it should. No, I'm not so. contrarian, so I'm going to go Avengers. Yeah. Next. Um, uh, editing, you got Vice, Green Book, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Black Klansman. Best editing? None of those jump yeah. out at me as being particularly yeah, well Yeah, I have no idea why... Most of these are nominated. Bohemian Rhapsody, one of the editing is one of the worst parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... They're probably talking about that part at the end. I guess. It's the worst part of the movie. Oh, I mean, I'd give it, I'd give it to Black Klansman because it's sure. Spike Lee and he has his own style and it's cool. So. Favorite was pretty well edited too. Didn't yeah. see it. I'll go Vice just because I'm that cool guy yeah, who Vice likes Vice. Vice was not that good. Neither are you. Vice's propaganda masquerading as a movie. Savage. Funny. I mean, that's exactly what I said, but savage. Yeah. I uh, remember when I was dumb. No. Oh, cuck. I'm, I think I'm the only one that doesn't love the movie, but loves the end credit scene. 
I actually, I hated the end credit scenes. I love the end credit scene. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was so on the nose. And oh, so it's incredibly on the nose. I thought it was great. Um, also, the, the, okay. d- the liberal guy was right. I don't know why it's a joke, because he was just completely right. But anyways, what's next? Okay. can't just insult people, though. Um, I mean, I can. I will. Anybody who voted for Trump is a fucking moron and should be. What's alive, next? But that's take your right. own. Take okay. your own president's advice, Mason. Yeah. <laughs> when someone says "What's next?", that means I'm ready to move on. Josh, you don't even know what that's a reference to, do you? I don't have a fucking clue. God, you're the worst. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Either of you care about costume or hair, or makeup, cinematography. Or okay, I don't care about that shit. Uh, cinematography, Cold War. I don't even know what that is. The favorite, Never Look Away, Roma, and A Star Is Born. I'm going with Roma because yeah, shit. I didn't see most of those movies. Yeah, Never Look Away is a weird one. That's, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, um, I haven't seen. They just really wanted Zoe Deschanel. I heard Roma was was fuck. Roma's incredible. Ah! Don't listen to Mason. It's incredible. No, I'm sorry. Skype is such a trash thing. I just clicked out of my game and died because of it. Yeah. Oh well. Um. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those movies. I would except go except for A Star Is Born, and yeah. that was nothing special. Yeah, I agree. I would go. I go the favorite. Really? I just felt like it was the more most alive idea out of any of those that I've seen. At least I mean, it definitely has its own unique visual look. So yeah, I, I appreciated that. It was the you know it was movie, movie that some... looked the weirdest, and I kind of like that. Yeah, you know what movie had some surprisingly good. I don't know if you could call it cinematography as just in general, but shots. Yeah. Yeah. Was um, solo. Yeah, it had some really, really I guess. good shots in it. Oh. It's some very like classical Star Warsy shots. But... Production design. Uh, where's that? Uh, you got Black Panther, The Favorite, First Man, Mary Poppins, and Roma. I actually like Black Panther. Maybe. Yeah, Black Black sure. Panthers. Black Panthers might pick that. I'm honestly not really in love with any of these. To be honest with you. Honestly, I thought the world of Wakanda looked awesome. Yeah, I, I like when uh, I think of production design. I think of like something you can touch and feel, and not just CGI art. I mean, there's a lot. Fine. I thought a lot. A lot of that was physical, like yeah. practice stuff. I no, I actually think I like Mary Poppins for this more. Mm. I, honestly, Mandy would be my substitute. I think I like that more than any of these. But Fallout was also pretty cool. I mean, they the, were just on location. Yeah, that was just Paris. It's like nothing. That's fair. There, there was Paris and then a mountain. Fair. Fine, then Annihilation. Doesn't matter. I don't mm. like any of these. These aren't great. Fine. Uh, Shut up, Cody. We care about we care about sound. No. Okay, well, give I it to First Man. Uh, it's two categories and six nominees. So between A Quiet Place and Roma, but it'll probably be both Roma. Okay. Um, score. Is Black Panther, Black Klansman, Beale Street Talk, Iowa Dogs, which is weird to me, uh, and Mary Poppins Returns. Also kind of weird, but no, I like Iowa Dogs for this. Really? <clears throat> yeah, I, I didn't see the other movies, but I don't remember a single note from the Black Klansman score. I don't either. I, see, I, that's my second. I love the Black Klansman score. Like the guitar. T- describe it to me. I'm trying to like see if you can. The, there's a there's this little guitar riff through it. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, really, really good. good. Yeah, uh, I, I would still. I don't like the movie that much, but I'll join the chorus of people saying that First Man got robbed in this because a couple of those tracks are just incredible. Like yeah. the landing, I think the very last one. Mm-hmm. It's like interstellar level good. 
as far as well, I need to I need to buy that movie to show my class. Yeah, good man. Um, while you're at it, I, I want Black Lamp, Black Panther because that score was awesome. Uh, That's all I remember from Black Black Panther. Just that weird you, drum beat. The do, 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 do. Not not the movie, just the score. Is the do, you don't. Do, 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 do. Killmonger's theme is like probably the best thing. Was that the one? Was that, was that the one that's like Waterloo? Didn't I couldn't escape if I wanted to. Was it that one? Or was it Everybody no. Screamed? Nope. No. Nope. When not I kiss the teacher. Not that. Jesus, you're both terrible. Okay, do we care about our original song? Here I go. Okay. Uh, yes, Shallow, obviously. Go. Yeah, it's, sha- it's, it's Shallow, All the Stars, and then some others. Who cares? When a cowboy trades his, spo- his spurs for wings is actually kind of good. I, I guess. I'm just saying, it's, kinda, it's pretty good. I don't is, the, that. Is, is that movie good, the Buster Scruggs? I didn't like it that much, but I'm also a bad person, so... Yeah, I, that's canon. Real, I don't know if I like the Coen Brothers. Huh? So... I don't know if I like the Coen Brothers. I'm not no. so sure too, but I I like watching their stuff. So do you like them? Um, what does that even mean? I'm not sure if I like them, but I really like their stuff. Like yeah. I, they're they're filmmakers that I don't mind watching, but that I'm not gonna seek out as much as I would others. Well, and also, like I probably wouldn't have gone out to see Buster Scruggs, like left my home, but I watched it on Netflix. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyways, what's next? Um, I'm assuming we don't care about the short films. No. Nope. Okay. Or documentaries. Uh, well, we would have cared about documentary, but one of them got robbed. Yeah, so. Three Identical Strangers, I know. Okay. That was really um, good. It's, Mr. I haven't seen Rogers, Mr. Rogers needs to be on there. Three Identical Strangers whatever. is real good. Uh, foreign film, should be, it's going to be Roma. It's no, no contest. Um, animated. Incredible two, Dogs, Mirai, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man. I think we Spider-Man all Spider-Man should not have been Spider-Man. nominated. I agree, Cody. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, that. Spider-Man. It's gonna, I, it's gonna go to Incredibles two. It should go to Spider-Man. That's right. bullshit. Incredibles, uh, but Incredibles two wasn't that good. There, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it too. Yeah, it's not that good. Okay, you're all, you're both it's, bad it's people. It's a good movie. I think it's bottom, it's bottom tier Pixar. As someone who's I mean, been as someone who's been following pretty much every award show that's been had the last like two months, Spider Man's gonna win. Just because it won the what did it win? Uh, it won, it's won like everything it needs to win to point to it's gonna win. Good, it deserves it. It's the best animated like, film of the year. Like ninety percent of the best animated feature awards have gone to that, and ten percent have gone to Incredible. So I think it's gonna win. I'd even go ahead and say it's the best animated film in the last five years. No, Kubo for me, but no. it's close. It's close. Both very, both equally impressive. Uh, yeah, let's go to the screenplays, fam. Hate this. Right. And then we have adapted screenplay is Battle of Buster Scruggs. It was a good win for Netflix there. Uh, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. Give that to Black Klansman. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Same. Yeah. That movie's good. Yeah. I want to rewatch it. I watched it again a couple weeks ago. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Um, Very subtle, too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at the end there. 
No, the end is, um, the end I expected. It's the middle parts where, like, you know that scene when they're, like, going to the basement and he's like, oh, he wants to make America great again, or whatever he said. It's like, oh, come on. Spike, baby, I love you. Stop. Whatever. Stop. Anyways, what's next? Okay, and then we got original screenplay, which has one on there that makes no sense. Uh, we got The Favorite, we got First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. Roma's Why the one is that makes Vice no sense, a, right? Ro- yeah, I agree. Roma, Roma should be on there. But why is Vice an original screenplay? Why wouldn't it be? Black, so Black, both Black Klansman and Vice, both movies based on true events. One it's, is adapted, one the, is original. The rule is that it has to be ba- it has to yeah, be written. adapted from a piece like an article or a book or a magazine okay, or something that preexisted. From? It's based on a book by Ron Stallworth. Okay. The guy at the. So the, Vice is just from it. Memory. Yeah, but the the story that it t- it's telling isn't taken from one particular source. It's taken from okay. probably a bunch of interviews and stuff like that. That's... Yeah, th- it confuses me too. Like, uh, there was okay. one a couple years ago that it was that was like this. I don't remember what it was, but it's a weird category. But like the favorite, that all happened. Green Book, that all happened. Vice, that all happened. So it's like whatever. No eighth grade was uh, very shocking to me. I felt like that was yeah, the that's a bummer. That had a shot, so it's sad. What yeah. um, more does Bo have to do? He's done everything. So, for original screenplay, what are you picking? Vice. Me. Can you go through the list again? I forgot. The favorite, first reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. Oh, fuck. Um, Truth be told, I don't love any of these picks, and I love. I them. haven't Same. seen most of them, so I'm gonna hold judgment until I see Green Book. Yeah. I've seen also, pretty much. Love I've Simon seen. should be on adapted. But that's just me. Uh, yeah, no, but trying. Yeah. Uh, rich, yeah, I feel similarly eh, about all these, but I would, I would throw it advice just because I thought there were some. Because really you love lines. propaganda. Yes. <laughs> Because I am a propaganda boy. I'll go Vice. But First Reformed also would not make me upset. Oh, I need to see that one. I meant to say the favorite, but for it holds true for that one, too. Those are both good ones. I feel like it's going to be Green Book, and that's going to be lame. Mm. We'll see. Sounds uh, pretty racist to me. I mean, the movie's low-key racist, so. Have you, you saw it? Yeah, so Isn't it the opposite of racist? I mean, it's trying to be, but it's just white guy trying to be non-racist while still being kind of racist movie. It's, the- it's just, it's like such a early 2000s bring white and black people together movie. Yeah, definitely d- approaches it in a different way than Klansman does, which yeah, kind of telling, but... It's a way for both generations of Academy members to have their way. <laughs> um, okay, just acting now. Uh, best supporting actress. Yes. Got Amy Adams. Queen. Uh, from Vice. Marina de Tavira from Roma. She was great. Uh, Regina King, if Beale Street could talk. Emma Stone, the favorite, and Rachel Weiss, the favorite. And I pick Rachel Weiss. She was amazing I've only I seen pick, I want to pick Amy Adams just because she should have been nominated and won like four times in the last few years but Lynn Cheney is like an okay role but it's not a great one so I will go with 
I'm gonna go with Emma Stone. I kind of liked, I liked her. She had more, I think, to work with. She had the kind of the more memorable scenes than Rachel Vice did, even though Vice was good. But Emma Stone for me. I didn't see the favorite. Sad. I had so no idea. I feel like I can't um, really comment on this one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then best supporting actor we got Mahershala Ali in Green Book, Adam Driver from Black Klansman. Sam Elliott, Star is Born, which you'd win. Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell for being in the movie for five seconds. And that was a weird one. Like, I love I Rockwell think, in it, but it's um, like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. It was nuts. Not even. He has like two scenes. He has the scene on the ranch, the scene when you see him drunk at the party, when yeah. he and Chaney are in the sit room. Yeah. That's like it. And then when he does his address... And, like, there's maybe one or two little, like, moments where you see him. But, yeah. like, it's not... Like... Yeah. I would have rather seen... If they're going to get someone else, I would have at least rather seen um, yeah. Steve Carell. To be fair, you could have said... I agree with Steve Carell. I yeah. loved him in that movie. I kind of want to rewatch it. Shit. Um, no, you could make the whole Anthony Hopkins is Hannibal Lecter, but... But he was, guy. like... Good. Exactly. I know, that's what I'm saying. Is like, he didn't... Over, he didn't hang over the movie like Lecter did. Like he didn't do as much with his time as like Lecter or Heath Ledger's The Joker did. So I don't know. It's it's definitely a weird one. I I think it's just because he won it last year, and they like to do that for some reason with acting, but like not directing or anything like that. So I don't know. Um, I want Adam Driver to win this one. I wouldn't hate that. I don't think he will. No. Nope. But. I like him for it. Who do I think will win? What was the list again? Uh, there was somebody on there I thought Herschel was Lee, Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and Sam Rockwell. I think Who was Richard E. Grant? Can he was in Can You Ever Forgive Me? I think he'll win. I don't know what that is. I hope so, because that speech mil- is going to be so fucking wholesome. It's a Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh. I am um, just so thrilled to have won. Like I, I bet... Um, oh, what's his name? The guy from... Moonlight will win. Mahershala. Mahershala. Yeah. Him or, uh, honestly, I just don't want Sam Elliott to win. I want him to win so bad. Because anybody could have just come in and grumbled like he did. Yeah. Sucks to not know what he said. Could Oprah have won? Have done that, Cody? Perfectly. Could, could, um, who's a mute celebrity? Fuck, I can't remember. I can't think of anyone. Damn it. That's an oxymoron, dude. (laughs) <laughs> nice one. Uh, what? Why is that a nice one? It's true. I'm saying a mute it's a celebrity. Good, it's. I'm saying it's a nice one. Marley Matlin. That's who I'm thinking of from West Wing. Could Marley Matlin have done oh, it? Oh, the deaf. Is she the deaf woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she probably could have. Honestly. Sad. Um. I. I. I also don't know why Adam Driver's nominated. To be perfectly honest with you guys. Really? I thought he was great. He it was low yeah, key the best part of that like, movie. I don't know. When I think that of scene, that performance, I don't think of something that leaps off the screen in a best supporting this, actor kind of way. The scene where he, um, what happens when they throw the brick through the window? He has to, he goes out and like goes full on fake racist after the car, like the little ramp. He was awesome in that. Yeah, like he has the intensity. But when I think of when I like to think of an Oscar nominee, I I always try to picture a scene, like their Oscar scene, and I don't just I mean, don't know if he had it. I mean, to me, that's the scene. Yeah, 
All right, for me, that's not enough, but it's a very good performance. It's everything you'd expect from Adam Driver, but I don't know. I think of, I view every movie, every, like, Oscar movie in a Sorkin lens of, like, when is your, where's your big yelling moment? <laughs> so maybe that's not fair. He was solid, though. I would go Sam Elliott, because he just, yeah. he, no. he, he floored me. He was incredible. <laughs> good hair, too. Very good hair. Yeah. Good hair. And, I mean, the mustache, obviously, but. Yeah, the backing out of the driveway scene, or just their scenes he shared with Bradley Cooper, or Gaga at the end, when you talk about the 12 notes, it's like, shit, that's good. But it's it's a pretty solid list. Nobody that I'd be mad about. Most I could get is confused if Rockwell somehow won. So, That'd be funny. It'd be very funny. Good meme. Best Actress. Best Actress is uh, Yelitsa Aparicio. There you go. Uh, from Roma. Glenn Close from The Wife, uh, Olivia Coleman from The Favorite, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, and Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? Gaga. I don't, I'm nervous, uh, but I'm Gaga. She's not going to win. You know she's not. I think she is. No. I do. Should go to Yelitsa, but it'll probably go to, like, Glenn Close or Olivia Coleman. Gaga. It's not going to Gaga. Uh, uh, I, would, I would be mad. But she wasn't even that good in that. What are you talking about? That movie she wasn't was, as good as everybody says it is. Yes, it is. It's a really yeah. good movie. It's a fine movie. Started listening to the soundtrack again the other day. It's so good. One, two, three, four. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. That song should have been not Josh, made. your turn. I sing. don't do that. Sing. <laughs> sing. No. Sing. Why do you hate fun? Yeah. I don't know. Why do you hate the movie? The entire original song category should have could have gone to Starsborn songs. Like I could see one of Black Eyes, Alibi, Shallow, Maybe It's Time, and then Always Remember Us This Way. That's five songs that could have they should have just submitted all of them. That'd be great. Those are great songs. Is there like a rule against nominating more than one song? Per no, movie? strategic. They just do it to like not. Cause, know, it's nice to give other people some. I don't. But when there's a movie like that that has so many good songs, it's like, oh, come on. Just give Shallow me. isn't even the best song in the movie. I know, I know. The butt song is. Alright, we got Christian Bale from Vice, best actor. Bradley Cooper, Stars Born, Willem Dafoe, At Eternity's Gate, uh, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen from Green Book. Bradley! Uh, no, I think Dick. Er, uh, Christian Bale has a better chance. I just... Here's my thing. I think it... it we get to stupid levels when we just... Nom, when we keep giving Oscars to people who play real people. And I get it. I get why we do it. But for... for To give a performance that isn't... That's just you, and that's just a character you created instead of somebody who... Oh well, I watched news footage of him, and I learned his inflections and his voice. The, the performance, the award is based on the performance, not what the character is. Yeah, I understand that. That's apparently not. Just nothing of what I said. You but just, I, you just, you just want a Star Is Born to win everything. No, I don't. That's I, Josh. What is one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie, the last few years? Steve Jobs. Um, yeah, here we go. About again. Steve Jobs. Oh. Wait, what, what did you think I was going to say? Oh man. Oh. That's another movie. No, I... It just, it's... it. We don't need to do it every year. And Bradley... And, but frankly, we don't get many not based on a real person great performances in in a given year. So we got one. I just think it's time. 
because four out of the five nominees are based on real people. I just think it's enough. That's all. Sounds like someone's a little mad because bad. I'm not mad. Mm. I look, Bradley's got a good shot. Mm. So. Y'all just, you guys are just haters. Anyways, who you guys got? Um, it's either Bradley Cooper or Remy Malik. Oh, God. Remy Malik is incredible. I don't care what you think about the movie. He's amazing in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can do kind of a British accent and I lost some weight and I got a mustache. Uh, this is a great performance, wh- yeah? What, what, <laughs> what, what, what's the quote from your, from your review? Um, a revelation? A goddamn revelation. In the fact that I didn't know who he was and he was okay. No, he was great. But still, that movie's terrible. No, it's not terrible. It's just not very good. I think Christian Bale should win. I wouldn't wouldn't mind Christian Bale either. Bohemian Rhapsody is as much propaganda as Vice is. No, not quite. But you're right that it's not an accurate depiction of the truth, which is sad. Whatever. Cool, good talk, guys. See you later. (laughs) Bradley Cooper, let's go. Cody's advice. Yeah. Josh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Best director? Best director, we got Spike Lee, uh, Black Linesman, Poel, Poel, how the fuck do you know that? Paul Lukowski. from Just Cold War. It, it's phonetically Paul Lukowski. Paul Lukowski. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yorgos, Yorgos Lantimos, uh, the favorite, Afonso Cuaron, the winner, Roma, Adam McKay, Vice. Spike. Was that everybody? Spike. Yeah. Yeah, I like Spike Lee for this, too. Alfonso Cuaron. Give my Spanish father the award he deserves. I didn't know uh, Guillermo del Toro was nominated. No. Wrong wrong Spaniard. He's Portuguese anyway. So. It'd be be a boss move, though. Back to back. You know. Spanish directors won it, but yeah. they still won Spike. I think Spike Lee might win it, but I don't know. I think, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be split between director and best picture this year. This is kind of Spike's last chance to, probably going to be one of his last chances to get a best director, so and Quarren's had his, so the Academy, being the Academy that might pull one of those. Why do you think it's one of his last chances? I mean, he's an older guy and, you know, lightning doesn't often strike twice. And it just this is gonna ha- this has a lot of momentum and I'm just thinking about like Spielberg hasn't been nominated in a long ass time or at least been a contender for a long ass time so he hasn't made a good movie in a long ass time. Well, I mean, host, he has. Host. No, oh. he wasn't nominated for that. No, I think he was. Indiana Jones: like the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. A year Stone. ago. Hello. <laughs> okay. Lincoln. Lincoln was one of his moments because he had Day Lewis, but Lincoln uh, is boring. I'm, so, it, I'm sorry that your education has failed you to the point that you can't appreciate. That movie does not need to be you know. two hours and forty minutes long. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry, but if an Avengers movie full of dumb superheroes can be super long, then maybe a, a movie about the most important figure of the 19th century can be a little long. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Nothing even happens. He just frees the slaves or whatever. Oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> Nothing that little insignificant thing of freeing the slaves and ruining the southern economy? Other Who than that, are you? Meh. 
Other than that, no. Yeah, that's not important at all. Not even. Not, it's not just important. It's like not even a thing. It's like other than I don't, that. I don't like need. Small. I don't need dialogue-driven dramas to be that long. So sad. Superhero yeah. smashing things. Um, okay, best picture. Uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Mason, please get your stupid Academy friends to make it so there can be ten nominees because their voting system sucks. Joke, joke's on you. I don't have Academy friends or real friends. Okay. That's true, especially not us. Um... So I like Black Klansman for this one. Out of that list, and you're making me choose, I think Black Klansman deserves it the most. I think Black Klansman is going to win. Is it going to win? What'd you say? I think it's going to win. Yeah, that'd be good. Can we put I like? Think... Can we do like a friendly wager on one, on this? Why? On a bet. If Vice wins. I want something from the two of you. Vice is not going... There's not a chance in hell Vice wins this. All right, so make a bet, if you're so confident. Okay, Mason, I will buy you a MAGA hat if Vice wins. (laughs) (laughs) Not joking. What do you want? Josh, I want you to send me a vial of your blood. Don't ask why. I'm going to ask why. To drink it. The fuck is wrong with you? No, I'm not gonna. I just want to pour it over myself and just stand there for like an That's hour. That's worse. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Crystallize it and paint my toenails with it? Seriously, tell them what you want. Uh, if Vice wins, I want you to. I want you to come to New York and fight me in the street. Okay, be serious, dude. Uh, if you want to make this bet, then tell us what you want. Send me a movie of my choosing. Or a ShamWow, whatever comes first. Make a price gap, or a price limit. No I don't know why you're not taking this seriously. This is fun. Between 15 and $30. It's happening. I'm not the one who's making this deal, so... I don't need your consent, Josh. This is happening. I, ex- I expect it when Vice wins. Okay. All right, and then can you give me your address so I can send you your MAGA hat? Yeah. Sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Nice. Washington D.C. Zip code. I don't feel like googling it. <clears throat> now you have my address. I have your grandma's address. You have my address in this. That's city. weird. Why? So I could go and pick him up at his grandma's house. Oh. It sucks when you get a DUI and take your license away. Sad. Jk. Uh. Yeah, that's the Oscar noms. There they are. Beautiful. I feel like it's not a very good year for Oscar noms, especially. Like, it just seems like they they whiffed on a lot. Like, that screenplay category is a fucking mess. And Best Original Score category sucks. Visual effects feels incomplete. Supporting actors, all wrong. Animated feature film, it's an abomination that Spider-Man... Is nominated. <laughs> Why are you so committed to this meme? I don't know. Why are you so mad about the best movie of the year? <laughs> it's a bad... No, it's good. It's made $338 million so far in a 90 budget, so Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2, Electric Boogaloo, coming soon. Well, there was an after credit scene I didn't even know about. Um, 
Oscar Isaac was like Batman Beyond Spider-Man. Very cool. Wait, you didn't know about the end credit no, scene I didn't for see Spider-Man? I didn't see the end credit scene oh until my, my God, third God, time in the theater. It. It's so good. Oh, I know. I saw it. You're at three. That's where you're at now, right? Three? Yeah. Okay. Should go see it one more time. That's where I stop. I always stop at three. Then it gets sad. That's how many times I've seen The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I saw I saw Force Awakens like five times. I saw it eight times. Yeah. Why do you hate Star Wars, Cody? Mm. Anyways. Because um, I'm not a cuck. Let's get to some news. Three things, one of which just broke. Fellas, what? are you sitting down? Yeah. Wait, did I, do I know about this? Probably not, but maybe. Okay. He has returned. Zack Snyder is returning Zaddy. to the movies. Zack is back. Quote, no one's ever let me completely loose, the Justice League filmmaker tells the Hollywood Reporter. God bless. God bless. He is directing a new movie called Army of the Dead, which is a zombie horror thr- thriller movie oh, for Netflix. That's awesome. He will direct and produce with his partner and wife, Deborah Snyder. Uh... Via their newly rebranded production company, Stone Quarry. Oh, interesting. So I came up with a story for Army, which has a script by Joby Harold. Which sounds like a suit. Joby? J-O-B-Y? Okay. The adventure is set amid a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, Nevada, during which a man assembles a group of mercenaries to take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine, in quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. So this <clears throat> will most likely be terrible but in, like, religious kind of way? I mean, I think it'll be good. I, the only, I think Dawn of the Dead is his best movie, and that's a zombie movie. But it is based on a great movie, so... Quote, there are no handcuffs on me at all with this one, Snyder. Yeah. Like, like why make it, why'd you make it weird like that? Don't imagine me, you, me, make me imagine you in handcuffs, Zach. Mm-hmm. Please. I thought this was a really good palate cleanser to really dig in with both hands and make something fun and epic and crazy and bonkers in the best possible way. I, lo- I love to honor canon and the works of art, he says of his adaptations, but this is an opportunity to find a purely joyful way to express myself through a genre. It'll be the most kick-ass, self-aware, but not in a wink-to-the-camera way. What? Balls-to-the-wall zombie freak show that anyone has ever seen. No one's ever let me completely loose like this. Snyder says he's been energized by the prospect of making this particular story. Quote, I love big action. I love big sequences, he says. My movie brain starts clicking around. I was like, we need to be shooting this now. Constructing these sequences has really fired me up. <laughs> What's your next piece of news? Cody, are you excited for Zaddy's I really don't this? care about this. For Zaddy? Dude, zombies are so played out. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but... Uh, did you see the uh, Zombieland 2 poster? Yeah, and it looks awful. Yeah, I mean, it's the same exact as the first poster. Yeah, I don't like it. I like the title. I don't think this movie should happen. I do. I don't believe it's going. I still don't believe it exists. I don't I don't think it's real. I think it's all a joke. Conspiracy theorist. Jeez. I believe it when I see it. More exciting news, though, for you, Josh. Uh, zon- no, not zombies. Invisible Man. Yep. Blumhouse. Monsters. Can't wait. What happened? Bring know. it the hell, bring it on. Can't wait. Well, what happened? Tell the people. So they're revamping the whole monster universe thing, universal, um, well, not, well, universal, uh, 
distributes it, but Blumhouse has kind of taken over control of the whole thing. Um, they're not really doing a shared universe. They're just making one movie at a time, and if they can fit together, cool, but they're just making kind of creative director-driven movies, um, which I actually believe from Blumhouse, not when Warner Brothers pulls that out of their ass. Um, and they're giving Lee Winnell keys to uh, Invisible Man, which I think could be really, really cool. Um, Johnny Depp, Why Johnny Depp is going to be in it. And what? Why do I know Lee Winnell? Because he did Upgrade. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was good. And he did. He did Insidious Three. Okay. Um, he co-wrote the first few Saw movies. Gross. So he, yeah, he's really good. Uh, I love him, and I'm stoked for this. What about uh, Johnny Depp? He was going to be in it. He's probably not part of this anymore. God. Just like, but how do you know that for sure? Because he is him. the Invisible Man. I thought if, that was John Cena. If you say he won't appear, then technically that's true because he is the Invisible Man. That's my What's joke, joke buddy. That's my joke. Thanks all. Tip you waitress. Bye. Okay. Uh, that seems cool. I don't know anything about the Invisible Man. I'm assuming it's a guy who's invisible. Don't know where it goes from there, but. Hey, Blumhouse knows what they're doing, so why not? Why the heck not, guys? They managed to revive what I thought was a dead franchise in Halloween, so... Last... In July of 2020... All right. Almost three years to the day of when his last keynote came out, Christopher Nolan is back, y'all. And what's he doing, Josh? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Not one person. Well, some people know. Probably he does. I think he does. It's safe to say that he does. But July 17th, 2020, IMAX. Wow, so excited. I love, I, we've talked about this in the group chat quite a bit, but I love the feeling of not knowing what Nolan has in store for us. It's so, it's such a thrill. To, the, the miss, knowing that it's there, but not knowing exactly what it is, the unknown, is just so fun. I love it. Cody, what do you want to see from Father Nolan? Anything. Anything. What's, a, what's your wish list look like? I don't know. Um, let's give him... Um, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Another hard sci-fi movie I think would be fun. Yeah. Very fun. I said, I said I was leaning towards Akira. But this is what, like 12 months? It's like seven, 18 months away, something like that. Josh, do you think? Do you, are you aware uh, of Akira? Would Akira wouldn't shock me because he's talked about it before. Yeah, like so, do you think you'd have like? Do you think you so could get that done in eighteen months though? I mean, it's probably already been if it whatever it is, it's probably already been written. Well, no, yeah, so, obviously, like, but like, as far as is, visual effects and because it's a very big kind of high concept sci-fi. For all we know, he's doing kind of some kind of game-changing, revolutionary visuals for this. I don't know that could be working like, backwards, like they did with Jungle Book, so things could already be in, like, post-production before they're even in production. Um, I don't think he would go that deep into visual effects. He doesn't like he, it. He could. He could. You never know. He said um, he pretty much doesn't like visual effects, that he wants to do something malleable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, it's Nolan, so I trust him. So... What do you uh, want to see? I mean, I, I think it's going to be... I The more you talk about it, I think it's going to be Akira because he's talked about it multiple times. It's something he wants to do. 
Um, but if it's not, I want it to be a horror movie, like a psychological horror movie, because I think he would be brilliant at that. A lot memento too. Pretty much. Here we go again. Um, no, the reason that Kier jumps out on me is a because, like you said, he's talked about it. There's been reports and, linking him and to it. Tr- they've tried to get that thing made for like. 15 yeah. years. Like, Jordan Peele officially said, I'm not doing Akira. Like, it got to the point where he confirmed that he talked to them about it, but that he didn't want to do it. Because he wanted to do when was his this? own stuff. This was, like, right before Us was announced. Okay. Or at least dated. And he said pretty definitively, it's like, I want to do my own stuff. If Akira is meant to be, it's meant to be, yada, yada, yada. So, they definitely want to get it made. And the release date, Nolan, I mean... Kind of got a hundred million dollars to make an experimental war movie, and turned a pretty good profit. Made like over five hundred million dollars. So I don't I think he can. I think budgetary concerns of you know, of getting an Akira movie made are probably not as high as they would be with Jordan Peele as Nolan, because you know he's one of the he's probably the biggest name in movies right now. You know, acting, directing, studio. All included, he's the guy who could get the money together. But um, I don't know. That's my feeling because I think he's been doing his own stuff for a while. He's that maybe he is wanting to tackle something that he's been like a, a different kind of property that he's admired or something like that. But maybe we're wrong. Maybe tomorrow it's like, oh, Christopher Nolan making this random movie starring Tom Hardy. It's like, oh, okay, well that that'd be cool too. That's another thing I'm excited about is the cast because he always he he does a good job of like you know recruiting different people to go along with his consistent players. So I don't know. is there somebody that you'd like to see him work with? Um, I mean, I'm sure Tom Hardy will be in it. Uh, no, it'd be cool and uh. Nolan movie, Mark Hamill. But he 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 killed Luke Skywalker. He ruined Luke Skywalker. He did ruin that, Luke Skywalker. That, that's where Ryan Johnson ruined Ryan Johnson. That's fair. Here's here's a prediction. Even if it's not Akira, then I think it's going to be something female led. Okay. Because something tells me his wife or just people in general have been in his ear, be like, you know. These these would be a nice opportunity to not use a woman as a plot, you know, thing, and, like use as a person to what? make a story. It's like he's got like his whole dead wife syndrome. Did like you ever- just call women people. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to say that. Don't be ridiculous. I'm gonna say, dude. <laughs> no, he does. He definitely does have a dead wife itis of. Just, oh, I, I know. So, but those are like the best parts of the movie. Sometimes, I'd like to see like, Saoirse Ronan <laughs> came to mind as the dead wife. No, no, lead the movie. Be the what main if character. she plays the dead wife? Oops. Don't twist my words, Cody. No, but what if her main character is the dead wife? That then that would be a, like a psychological horror movie, which would make Josh right and make me sad. Also. I don't think he's. I don't think they're gonna plaster like in the announcement that the movie's gonna be coming out in IMAX if it was a horror movie. Why? Because that's not as much of a selling point. 
Like, do you go... Hor- IMAX summer they movie... They did for it. IMAX slash summer movie implies spectacle. They've, and, tons of horror movies have been in IMAX. Yeah, but not a July IMAX. They've been released in IMAX because they can be released in IMAX. They're not like, we made this but for no IMAX. But no one just no one does all of his movies in IMAX. It's not a big deal. I know, but they, thus far, they've the IMAX is saying spectacle, big action stuff. So, okay. I don't know. Just, I just don't... I don't think they would make it as big of a point if it wasn't a big movie. But I think this is the movie that he does completely in IMAX. Like, oh, like Dunkirk was 90, probably 90, 80%, something like that in IMAX. I think this is going to go the full 100. So this is the last hurdle he has to do to actually shoot a movie, even the dialogue scenes in IMAX. I'm excited. I can't wait. Cody, you're going to come to the city for that? See at the real IMAX? Maybe. Josh? No. I tried. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I'll see it in I'll see it in regular 2D. Why do you hate fun? Cuz like I'm the, not driving an hour to see a movie. Why? I do it all the time. I don't. I'm not going to. And the IMAX up here is like a real IMAX. Like, oh, that one we saw 2001 in. And Dark Knight in. Yeah. Whew, that's a real That's yeah. a real I had better IMAX. seats for uh, 2001, so <laughs> that's what I remember better. Sorry. Anyway, Solar Force, Force Awakens in real IMAX. It was great. But yeah. Was Star Wars. Speaking of, how long are you guys expecting Episode Nine to be? Because I heard somebody say it could be, not like officially, but like they wouldn't be surprised if it was three hours. That'd it's not be, be that long. I don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be around the same as Force Awakens, like 215, 220. Mm. I don't know why everyone's thinking, oh, it's the last one, so they have to stuff a bunch of stuff in it. Like, you know, it's, well, it's not Wars. stuffing a bunch of stuff, but it's, like, you know. I think somewhere between Last Jedi and Force Awakens. So well, how are they going to fit in that um, Boba Fett becomes a Jedi subplot? If yeah. It's not That's that true. long. That's true. Well, the reason everyone thinks that is because everyone thinks they have to explain away things from The Last Jedi. I'm like, no, they don't. Because they made sense if you actually pay attention to the movie. Oh, no. They ruined the Skywalker. Yeah. My hero. <laughs> Cody, watching, reading, listening to. Go ahead. Um, watching, reading, listening to. I'm on a reread of a book called Name of the Wind, which is a good fantasy book if you ever want to get into good books. Uh, I started listening to the second book in that 14-part book series. Good God. On Audible. Um, what else? Rewatch Solo. Pretty good. It's fine. Almost done on a rewatch of the West Wing. <gasps> I'm at the uh, the presidential election. Nice. How good is Alan Alda? I you know what I wouldn't have mind him as president. Same in real life, not the show. Not talking his, but if it's his Arnie Bennick, then yeah. Josh, what are you reading, listening to? Uh, saw two movies. Well, two more, but uh, two movies didn't talk about. Uh, Suspiria. I saw it. Uh, yeah, I need think? to see it again. I need to see it again, is what I think. Why? Uh, I don't know what to think, that's why. Really? Was it like, what, uh, you, what is it that you I need to thought it was think about? Really, I thought it was so much, there's a lot to think about. Um, hmm. I thought it was really just interestingly well made. 
and has a lot going on. It's very different from the original, which I, I, the original is much more of a straightforward, um, horror movie. And this is much more of a, uh, I don't know what do you call it? A, um, Darren Aronofsky kind of horror movie, if you will. Yeah. Uh, this is much more like a mother, whereas the original Sphere is more like a not Halloween, but more straightforward, like a Halloween. Um, and it's interesting. I was disturbed deeply, and also I watched it when I was sick, which made my stomach even more upset than it already was, because that last scene is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life, and I kind of loved it. Um, and the, the acting is great. Uh, Tilda Swinton is amazing. Yeah. As always. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And then the colors I thought were brilliant and I thought it was shot really well. I just, I don't know. There's so much to take in and I didn't completely, I mean, it's not to sound dumb, but I didn't completely get all of it. So I don't know. I need to, I want to take another chance and watch it again. Um, and then I also watched uh, beautiful boy with everyone's favorite little twink. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Uh, I was not a. I liked Timothy Chalamet before, but I thought he was excellent in this. This is actually. I thought he gave an actual like hype worthy performance in this. That it was amazing. Um, the movie's really depressing, really really sad and dark, but it's really really good. Um, I heard it's about heard it's a kid a, who gets like addicted to like vaping or something like that. No, a little little it's more really than sad. just vaping. Jewel. Yeah, jeweling, sorry. That's way more than, than vaping. Just sick vape, though. Jesus. Come on, How's bro. He... Now, Suspiria, I also saw that. Um, yeah, that ending was bonkers. I thought you hated it. No, I, I hated it, and then I was like, oh, well. Parts of it I thought were kind of cool. Like, that first scene when she's in the mirror room is just... Mm. <laughs> That's what I imagine happens to Kellyanne Conway when she goes home every night. Is she, your body just contorts and twists and cracks and all that. Um, and then the ending when they go to see, I don't even know like what to call that. And she just wrecks shop and that Tom York music comes on. I thought it was fucking artistic. And I thought the soundtrack and score was also very good. Unmade. So good. Love that. that. Unmade and Suspirium. Or I've listened to both those songs dozens of times since I saw it. They're both great. Um, I thought it was too long, and there's just there's a lot of meat on the bone, and I just didn't think they needed all that to, to tell the story. But I don't know. Kind of respect Luca for jumping from a gay romance to Suspiria so effortlessly. And definitely not. Eh, I was gonna say definitely glad I saw it, but I'm not really feeling that. It's good though, <laughs> and it's it's good, but not for me. Yeah, cool. As for myself, I saw I rewatched Charlie Wilson's War, which is a Tom Hanks-led Aaron Sorkin scripted political drama, and it's bad. Oof. And Tom Hanks is like a he's like this congressman who hangs out with porn stars and you know. Like there's a scene, the opening scene is Tom Hanks in like a in a jacuzzi, and there's these all like it's, there's one other guy, and then there's three women who are all topless. And it made me uncomfortable to see Tom Hanks near topless women, 
and I just could never shake that. And it's Sorkin-y sometimes, but others it's just sucks. And, and I don't know what the point of it was. It was about how we won, like, this war. But I didn't know why I was supposed to care. And the performances were good, but not good enough to, for me to care. And I don't know. It's the, it's actually the first, I know this for a fact, it's the first Sorkin thing I ever saw before I knew who Sorkin was. So I was eager to watch it again to see if it was better than I remember. And it turns out it's not. It's possibly even worse than I remember, which is sad. But um, Can't really recommend it, but I don't know. Hanks is Hanks. And then there's a movie I can talk about. Two movies, actually. One is Serenity. Which is not doing well, but I think is kind of a fun movie and enjoyable. And everyone said it's terrible except for you. I don't know why. I think the point of it is that it's supposed to be weird. Oh, it's supposed to be terrible, so you should appreciate it. <laughs> it sounds like a that sounds like a Mason answer. Yeah. <laughs> Batman and Robin is supposed to be a comedy. Yes, so. it is. Okay. I don't. This isn't supposed to be a comedy. I think a lot of it was played pretty straight, but. It plays it in such a, well, let's see how this works, kind of reckless kind of way that I admired it. And then Cold Pursuit is kind of the same way that it is, does a very weird, it's a very weird movie, but it pulls it off really, really, really well. And I kind of loved it, and I'm this is going to be my favorite movie of the year for quite a while, I think, because it's, it's really, really good. Don't want to say too much about it of why it's as good as it is before, you know, the masses are able to see it. But it's really good. And that's all I'll say right now. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Fun episode next time. Our first, the full cast for a movie discussion. Velvet Buzzsaw hits Netflix on the this Friday, I think. Right? Yeah, this Friday. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Whatever, I've heard buzz, I've seen the trailer kinda, but I don't don't know really anything else about it, so psych to watch that and psych to discuss it. Dan Gilroy's follow up, kinda, to Nightcrawler. Very oh, it's a Gilroy up. movie? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea about that. Okay. I mean, he had know. that he had that one with Denzel, like um the about the lawyer that yeah. kinda came and went. But this is for all intents and purposes, his real follow up. Because he's got Jill Hall and Renee Russo back, so Excited about the, about that one. Not quite sure what to think of it, but we'll find out soon enough. So, until next time, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review at RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, Josh, Cody, take it easy. Mm-hmm. Later. I need more than an mm-hmm, Cody. Bye. There we go.